Hello and welcome back to Meet the Chefs. Today I'm joined by Mathieu at Senor Dolores in Barcelona. Now this is a really interesting concept that Mathieu has put together and he's a fascinating guy. Originally from Perpignan in France, so just across the border from where I am in Catalonia, Mathieu has gone around the world and most principally in Paris setting up some of the world's first and most famous natural wine bars. Now he's found the perfect place to do that in the closest city to his home here in Barcelona. He takes great pride in the wines being front and centre, but it's really interesting to hear about how he doesn't want them to be the dominant role. He never mentions it as a natural wine bar. That's not how he markets Senor Dolores, purely because there's just so much resistance to that idea here. Instead, he says it's a bar with wine, and those wines, well, they just happen to all be natural. The food is a massive part of this too, and the concept is really fascinating. It's all focused around fried and fresh. Those are two different things that quite often don't go together. This is a menu where you'll see incredibly fresh, fragrant ingredients alongside a fried lasagna. It's very strange, but you'll get the concept once you listen in, and especially if you head over to the Instagram and look at some of the photos as well. The star dishes are things like potato churros with a brava sauce, really reinventing those Spanish classics and sometimes adding different layers to them. It's a fascinating chat and there's loads of advice in here as well about just how to get into natural wine in general. Matthew has been on a fantastic, fascinating journey and he's a great guest to have on the show. Enjoy. Welcome back everyone to, to Meet the Chefs and I'm here in Senora Dolores and I'm with a lovely guest who's going to introduce himself and yeah I want you to introduce you and the restaurant as well just off the bat. Okay so I'm Mathieu, mm -hmm. a French uh, guy just born on the Spanish frontier, mm -hmm. Perpignan. Oh fantastic, Yeah, I love that. So, <laughs> Not so Barcelona is uh, the, the big town, uh -huh. you know, when you are uh, from uh, Perpignan, it's the, the, the mm -hmm. biggest, the, the, the there is a frontier in the middle, but you know, it's yeah, like well, we, your, your big town is this one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So we always have a foot in, um, in Spain when you are from when this uh, from area. So I started to, to work uh, in uh, Barcelona at the end of 2015. Mm -hmm. In the Bar Brutal, you know this uh, yes. this place, yeah. natural wine bar, yeah. really Very famous, famous now yeah. for, for listeners. Sort of has established itself in the last few years. Yeah, it's quite a centre of, of Barcelona's exact, natural wine scene. Completely, and almost in Spain. I mean, you yeah, know, they, they yeah, it's, it's really renowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So before, before that, had you worked in food? When you were younger, was food something always that you'd wanted to go into? Food and wine. Well. Uh, my uh, my uh, grandfather mm -hmm. was a cooker, so I, ha I and and my grandmother was really nice cookers. Mm -hmm. So, so it's uh, in the blood. I always had a, a food inside. Mm -hmm. You know, and would you say <laughs> like would you say your grandfather was sort of your food idol growing up? No, I don't know, but it was always like that. Like you know, when I don't know, you, there is a figure in your family which mm -hmm. is you know. I, I didn't knew him. Yeah. You know, it's the father of my mother and he mm -hmm. died young. Yeah. 
I think because of this job. Yeah, probably. I have a photo of him uh -huh. uh, at 13 years old, mm -hmm. dressed in Kuka, wow. 13. You know, wow, that's another early. epoch. This, that's, I, that's I have insane. to do something with this photo. Yeah, that's uh, and to put uh, and, and to put here because yeah. it's completely you know the idea uh -huh. of uh, what can be uh, hospitality. Uh -huh. You know, something like you start and you go. It's Straight like it's in. hard and it's long and it's but you love it and it's it, well basically the the inspiration of the name is between that and and the environment of women in uh, uh -huh. in. Uh, so you had that sort of early influence yeah and then what did you do before this so did you go straight into working in that wine bar in Barcelona no oh, no, 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 no no you no. must have done something else first <laughs> yeah no no I uh, well I was student in south of France but uh -huh. I was like really boring and I said okay I had a, a one of my best friends who started to live in Paris two years before, and I said, and he told me, look, if you want to come to Paris, come on, we share the, the, the uh -huh. flat for a few months, and, uh, and then you see. I said, okay. So, first of all, I was there to study uh, video at this moment, and mm -hmm. I was doing uh, video editing and this kind of things, but to, to eat, I, um, I had to, to work mm -hmm. in a, in uh, the, the restaurants. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I started to work like a waiter. I was 22 years old, something uh -huh. like that, you know, in the Palais de Tokyo, which was opening its mm -hmm. museum in, uh, in, uh, in Paris. Mm -hmm. And I started like that, like a waiter. Mm -hmm. Gracias. We've got some food. So that, that we'll, is we'll talk about it in a couple of moments. <laughs> and that is the famous churros. <laughs> Tasty. We'll do. And, uh, and, uh, <coughs> From there, starting to be inside of this industry, and then slowly going in the in the kitchen. And mm -hmm. the first uh, things that I uh, did, like a cooker, was uh, helping friends and uh, and start starting la like that. And then I had a opportunity to to be more on the professional way in kitchen uh, kitchens. Uh, of friends, uh -huh. friends restaurant, and then from there, I started a new project with a friend opening a natural wine bar in uh, Paris. Mm -hmm. That was years after my, my, my the, the moment when I arrived. I, I arrived so in quite early, to, quite early to the natural wine bar, natural wine scene. Uh, yeah, yeah, completely, Paris. completely. I started the natural scene. Uh, uh, I started. To, to drink this kind of uh, of wine in uh, two thousand three or four, which is incredibly early. I mean, especially in France, where that scene. Is well, the, the the fact is that I think I put the the the, um, the end in the middle of of that when there was the the the, the, the of start of uh, bubbling all the bistro and natural wine part. Mm. I mean, I was uh, in. In 2003, in Paris, you, you, you had this sort of opening, opening, you know, so you and could go in small uh, tasting uh, mm -hmm. wines. There, there was few, few restaurants like Le, Le Baratin, Le, Le Verbolet, and, and few uh, caves where, where mm -hmm. you could uh, find uh, this kind of wine. Then uh, I was really, uh, well, 
the, the, the owner of the Chateaubriand, you know the yes. Chateaubriand? Yeah. And Yakias Pitarte is, is a friend of mine since many years. Wow. With, with a, yeah, before he started the, the Chateaubriand. The Chateaubriand was one of, uh, of these uh, spots where you could find uh, yeah. this kind of, uh, of, of wines. And from, uh, from there, with one of the, Chateau, the Chateaubriand, who worked there for a few years, we opened uh, a wine bar, which is named Aux Deux Amis, which is now really famous in Paris. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, and, and that was in 2009, wow. when we so opened that. And then where we are in, we should move on to where we are right now, because we've got some lovely food in front of us. And you brought that wine, the importance of that wine, right through to here, right? Yeah. So how would you describe Signora Dolores? Would you pitch it as a bar, a natural wine bar with food? Because the food is really front and center as well, right? Yeah. I always work like that, like the, 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 the wine is really important mm -hmm. with, the, with the food. So Dolores is more, yeah, with the idea to have a wine bar well, natural wine mm -hmm. bar, but I don't like to say the name mm -hmm. natural because yeah. sometimes yeah, you know, yeah, people, people are not, especially yeah, in yeah, Spain, yeah, 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 like, oh, oh, so it's a, a wine bar, there is 100% of natural mm -hmm. wine, but I, I yeah, try yeah. To, not, uh, to not talk too much about that. And with, um, with uh, fried food, the idea is that, is playing with, with uh, the, um, the fried things. Uh -huh. Look at that. The, the, yeah, the so, <laughs> so we're going to describe what we've got on the table in front of us now. We've got famous potato churros, mm. which is, from what I've seen from the menu and what people have told me, this sort of kind of defines what you guys are doing here. It's sort of reinventions of classics, right? Yeah. So tell me about the potato churros and the gambaroni we've got. Well, the potato churros, it's just a, a simple thing. I, 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 I'm not so sweet. Uh -huh. So a sweet, uh, sweet, uh, uh, sweet thing, you know. I prefer salted things, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know the idea of a churros behind uh, behind the bar, like yeah. frying things, came to me like yeah. yes, obvious. We're gonna, uh, I want We're to do that. Them. I had the idea of having a spot, a wine bar with fried things, because mm -hmm. I think it's it match because it's the idea of wine is. Digestible wines, you know, like like this yeah. one, you know, yeah. really uh, soft, not so not so yeah. tannic, not, you know, Especially really that's uh, the attraction of natural wines. Yes, right? like super drinkable, like so that. You, you 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 after two glasses, you are not tired. So like you've, you can. You based all of this on this this fried concept, right? Which yeah. Is, which is really interesting, but you do obviously have some some fresh items as well, and that pairs well with your with your natural element, right? So does that balance it out for you? Would you say? Well, to, on, on the menu that we have, of course, we need, if, if you are working with, uh, with uh, fried things, you need something uh, exactly really, like uh, really uh, fresh on the side. So I always have raw and, uh, and acidic things, you know, uh -huh. to, 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 to balance. But the selection of wines is also yeah. based on that, you know, like really fresh wines yeah. to, to, to cut, the, to, to cut the, the, the fat part of the the fried These potato churros are amazing because they're sort of, is it a salsa brava that they're with? Like a sort of... Well, it's the idea of that. Basically, it's the idea of the... It's the, almost like the patatas bravas Patata brava, exactly. And so it's together. a churros with, with a, a kind of brava sauce, but it's with a smoky... Um, 
smoky really uh, chili and yeah. uh, there is a uh, capers inside so, so you know it's I, I, I was worried they would be sort of too dense the potato churros but yeah. they're not like they've still got that lightness and i feel it, like that's exactly. the best part of that's how you do really good fried food when it's not overbearing exactly and very similar with these mini prawns as well right this is the crayfish sort of light crispy Beautiful. Yeah, kind of popcorn, no? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, see popcorn. Exactly. It's that. It's it's this uh, this idea. But you can see in the menu, mm -hmm. I'm keeping playing because I I love to to cook. So mm -hmm. I have uh, like six things which are always in the menu, like the churros, like mm -hmm. the arancini, like the lasagna, you know, like like six mm -hmm. classics, and then playing like with the, with, the, with the season. How long have you guys been here now? When did you set up Senora Dolores? Well, now uh, the idea of Senora Dolores uh, grown five years ago. Wow. The idea of that. Yeah, of so that's having, the first uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, starting to, to think on a concept of fried and, uh, and wines. But uh, last year, at this uh, this epoch, I found uh, the local mm -hmm. the place. Perfect place yeah. yeah, so it took a few months to to Get to it sign through, it, yeah. and uh, I signed that in uh, January, mm -hmm. and open in uh, in April after the doing some. Yeah. Uh, I was saying to listeners, I mean that's amazing because four of my listeners have recommended it, and you've only been open since April. So how have you managed to establish yourself on the scene here with locals and also with tourists, clearly? Well, uh, I'm working on that right now because I can see that it was uh, easy to uh, open in, uh, with the, in spring with the good weather. Of course, yeah. With a terrace of uh, 20 mm. person. And, uh, I, well, working uh, five years in, uh, in Barcelona, gave me the opportunity to meet people and to mm -hmm. make friends and all of yeah, that so so, so we had a, we had that uh, whoop. Oh, thank you uh -huh. gracias that is the celery root amazing so we'll, we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> <laughs> it's very appetizing and uh, so I started with a base of friend of friend of friends you know uh -huh. so that 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 is the the base that we uh, that we had but now I can feel that I need to do a better communication to have more um, uh, tourists or to part, people, uh, yeah, yeah, to bring people. Because it's this, uh, this uh, place who need people to have this mm -hmm. good uh, feeling. So you you saw the, the, vibe, the long yeah. bar in the entrance, yeah. like beautiful bar from the 60s, you yeah, know. Yeah, we should paint a picture for people when you come in. It's sort of, you come in and it's almost like, yeah, that 60s stainless steel bar like really, really classic, but then with some fun twists about the place as well. Yeah. So is that the is that the idea? Is sort of classic reinvented? Well, it's completely the idea. The bar the bar was not here. So I brought this bar inside. Yeah. You know, and it looks like it's been there for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. forty years maybe. No, but. no, it's it's the idea of that. Of uh, uh, I have a big respect of the the, the classic uh, uh, food and and mm -hmm. and uh, environment of uh, the, mm -hmm. the industry. I really love all the mm -hmm. old spots, you know, I love that. And we are losing the, yeah, those we are. things. You, we are losing a lot. 
in every place, I'm in, in, in every town. And how, what would you say have been the biggest, has the wine, the natural wine, has that been a barrier for anyone coming in? Do they see it's natural and they go no? Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. how have you combated that? Well, I try to not speak about uh, natural yeah. wine. And just say this is you our know? house wine. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, yeah, I prefer to uh, saying the word, it's a uh, farmer wine. That's brilliant. No, yeah. I, you know, it's like it's more something like that, like touching something a bit more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a bit more yeah. like normal, natural. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not not uh, giving the label. Mm. Giving label is. Mm, yeah, yeah. Always bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's generalizing. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. And uh, and saying just like no, it's a farmer wine. So uh, it's a, a simple person who is trying to do his best fit, you know, his best yeah. part to arrive to to, to do something uh, good for other people. And by this way, people are more like, oh, okay. So I let it. Yeah. Uh, and tell me about the wine we've got here in front of us now. Well, that is a, It's just the it's the vin primeur. Okay. Yep, the, the first wines wine. of the of the year. Okay. Okay. Uh, there are friends who are doing uh, that in the in the area of uh, of Perpignan, mm -hmm. and they are doing that every year, and it's really fucking it's good. A, it's <laughs> a it's a red, but it's I mean it's a it's a chilled red, which is a lot. I think it's hard for people in some parts of the world to get their heads around sort of a chilled red. In England, it's really rare, other than a rosé. Yeah. But this is so light and fresh. And, and you have really all the aromatic because you, you know you are you are co completely on the fruit part. Yeah, it's incredibly fruity and yeah. works really well to balance out the sort of deep friedness. And also talk us through the last dish we've got here on the table. The, the last dish, well, it's a, a classic French one, which is the celery remoulade. Yeah. You know the celery which, root, yeah, like. Uh, it's so hard to find outside of France. I've only ever had it outside of France at Brasserie Sadel in London. Might know, might not. Yeah. It's some um, sort of very classic French place. Exactly. The, the, well, it's a cl uh, really classic French uh, um, dish. Mm. So I, I it's good now. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. it's got so I wanted to give a, a, a kick with uh, fish eggs. Uh -huh. You know, just up like just that, and with this uh, a, a, a good a good cream. The um, and I mean that is something that stands out about the menu because you've got. Italian influences, Turkish influences, French, obviously all on that Spanish base. Poli there's a Polish salad on there, I think. And I mean, what's the thinking behind that? Is that just sort of taking and picking and bringing them in? Well, I think basically my, my, uh, my way of cooking is, uh, is really Mediterranean. Uh -huh. I mean, when I was in Paris, I was cooking also Mediterranean. The, the Brutal, when they asked me to come to, to, to cook, they knew why, uh, where I was from and they, they came to a restaurant that uh, I had uh, near uh, the Spanish frontier mm -hmm. and they loved it and they knew that, okay, uh, this is what you the, do. The, the, exactly, the, the idea of what I do is something like really bistro but with the Mediterranean mm -hmm. uh, influence. I'm, I, I'm not scared to do on the, on the menu a lasagna and an arancini, but mm -hmm. it's not uh, an Italian yeah, yeah. place, yeah. you know? I, I can do a celery remoulade with, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, brain, fried brain with a <laughs> fresh harissa up, yeah. you know? Completely going on the Arabic uh, part and uh, going to the Greek part, getting back to France, and you know? It's, yeah, the influence, 
it's where I'm from. Which, yeah, you know, it's Mediterranean and, and Mediterranean. But it's also not being that. afraid to mess with it in some ways. That some, Completely. I mean, the fried lasagna is a great example of this, right? I mean, it seems absolutely crazy when you think about it, but it, I mean, you, you must love it. It's on the menu. It's one. It's become one of your staple dishes, right? Yeah. The the. I want to keep free on what I do. Yeah. You know, and if I want to to uh, to work with a uh, uh, seaweed and a miso stock, absolutely, I, I I can do that. I you know not putting a, a frontier. Uh -huh. the, the 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 beautiful thing of cooking is like it's freedom, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, it, so it, don't don't, don't put so. frontier. Frontier is a political uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. limit, you know. So, uh, so, so what is your favorite item on the menu? If you had to pick one, well, you, you, or can you not? <laughs> no, I don't know because it's uh, always thing that I um, when there is something that I, I'm not. You take so, it off. So, yeah, yeah. I, I take it off. The, the the menu is always changing, so I'm always putting like things that I that I like and there is not something that I say yes I'm really proud of that it's not uh-huh yeah it would, it's it would not be the, the vision that I have you know uh -huh. I'm, oh the gambas is they are so good <laughs> it's crunchy crunchy and they'll be giving some great sounds on the microphone <laughs> um, so I want to move on to a sort of quick fire round to finish to finish things off if that's okay with you um, so some like questions about your favorite things here in Barcelona where is your favorite restaurant in Barcelona, apart from your own one? What would you say if you had a recommendation for our listeners of where to go? When I have friends who are coming in Barcelona, mm -hmm. I invite them in the Cova Fumada. Cova Fumada is really basic. Mm -hmm. It's really authentic. Classic, authentic. Authentic and, uh, and, uh, and it shows simple. Off really well and I love be. this way of popular uh, food well done with attention and uh -huh. no, not so much um, uh, intention or sharing something mm -hmm. and we, you know it's uh, yeah it's really I love I, I really love this uh, this spot and one other thing I always ask guests is their favorite food to cook with or to eat your favorite ingredient that you would just sort of go to back and back again I want your favorite ingredient and your least favorite ingredient Wow, favorite ingredient. I don't know, maybe olive oil, eh? <laughs> it's very Mediterranean. I love it. You yeah, know, brilliant. It's like, no, no, because wow. You need to what is everything. the thing that I always yeah. uh, uh, play with and when I'm happy to, to, to have it, maybe the olive happy, oil is something, you know? And happy to spend money on, I think, as well. Yeah. So many people do you know, like invest you, you, in you can, olive oil. You, you can have that of, uh, to cook for the emulsion. Uh, completely uh, nature with a mm -hmm. bit uh, yeah. bread, uh, you know, tomato, yeah, just a, a tomato with olive oil yeah. and salt and go. Yeah, and I the olive oil, if I if I sing to to something, it can I be that. I was at the gastronomic forum in, in Barcelona last week, and there was a lot of olive oil producers. And one of them was absolutely he was trying to convince me that an entire meal could just be this piece of bread and his olive oil. And I, I ended up being sort of one round, maybe for breakfast. I wouldn't go have it for dinner. But, you know, some good olive oil can have so much flavor. Yeah. It's, it's extraordinary. And what's your least favorite food? The, the, one, the one you really don't like? Ingredient? Ingredient or just food, dish in general? Wow. That is interesting because 
I think you. Is there anything? No, no. I think you you, you can play. Uh, you can use anything. And make yeah, it yeah, like yeah. And give the the and give the the, give the kick. Or, yeah, exact. Yeah. You know. But it's interesting. What can that be? What what I never use. Uh, For me, it's English boiled peas. <laughs> I love peas, like sugar snap peas and peas when they're done in the right way. But the way that English people just boil peas, yeah. frozen peas, I think is awful. And like also just like yes, but it's, a, but it's a way of doing. It's the way it's done. Peas is, is something oh, amazing. amazing. It's so much flavour and it yeah, just ruins yeah, it. It's yeah. like a boiled English broccoli. Yeah. It's horrendous. No, no, I think that you you can do almost. Well, anything. yeah, you can make anything you know, good, right? Exact. Exactly, giving right. a kick to something, you know, it's like that. I think there's nothing that I can there's say. There's nothing no, that you can I say you can't do. Eat that. A lot of people say avocado. They think that it's so overrated, it just annoys the them. The what? Avocado. But you can do amazing things with it. Exactly. Well, uh, I, uh, like a few years ago, I was in, a, in a Colombia uh -huh. buying uh, avocados. But on it's the a road. different level of avocado. On, on yeah. the road, you know, like that in the morning, and you take it and and you, make, you spoon in that, and it's a kind of uh, really nice butter. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, like but, but natural, incredible. like 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 incredible. Just you know, just through, yeah, so, yeah. but the feeling was that. Uh, so yes, of course, I cannot say uh, no. Say it's overrating. Yeah. Oh no, no! If you have the the good, if you have the, the good, good stuff, finger, it's amazing. Know, it's not because you see that in every restaurant that is a shitty thing. No, we want the product is is beautiful. And it if, gets if, if, you, if you if you if you have it on yeah. the good way, yeah. So we will finish with your dream dinner party, which I I warned you about beforehand. So you've got your final meal, and you're cooking for four people, anyone you want, dead or alive. And you've got to choose who they are and what you're going to serve them. So, who are four people who you would love to have at a dinner party? Wow, that is good. A dinner party. They can be celebrities. They could also be yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. It could be your grandfather. But you also like want... uh, uh, like sharing sharing something with people uh, yeah. that I would like to. Yeah. So it's a dish that you choose. Doesn't have to be from the restaurant, but can be. Some lovely wine that you can choose as well. And what people usually like to go for is they want a little bit of conversation. They want a little yeah. bit of entertainment. So yeah, like, yeah. I mean, our most popular picks are Taylor Swift, Barack Obama. You know, this kind yeah, of yeah, idea. Yeah, no, no, no. But they're very classic. I would like to have, the know, like people that I, I fix twin coming here on, on this, uh -huh. uh, on this uh, at this moment. I think twin that can be great to, to talk and to see. Yeah, you know? we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe putting on his side like fucking Stanley Kubrick. Oh, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. would be fantastic. Exactly. No, exactly. You want to like, create just a crazy group. Like, yeah, 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 good group. Like talking Amazing. about uh, talking about anything. To be honest, be hilarious. Like uh, so, two more. Who can that be? Uh, it could be nice to have like. Uh, Different people in, uh, yeah, you someone, know, like from other, from other. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do we think? Politicians, sort of crazy. Politician, who can that be? Uh, Michelle Obama's always been a popular. Ah, no, uh, Dolores Ibariru. Well, Dolores Ibariru. Yeah. So, so <laughs> tell us about her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because you saw the you saw the the logo mm -hmm. that yeah. come from Dolores Ibariru. 
this logo. I, I, I took the, the, the photo of uh, a statue of Dolores Ibarillo, which uh -huh. is, the statue is in uh, Glasgow. Oh, wow. Well, made by an Englishman. And Dolores Ibarillo is the, the face of the communist part yeah. of the 30s in Spain, yeah, in front absolutely. of the fascism. A feminist uh, figure, Feminist and uh, and, uh, and uh, she was against uh, Franco for all the years. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Years she, and, uh, so, I mean, that's she's going to also have so many stories. It's going to be amazing. And who else in there? Last one, maybe an author. Hemingway could be quite interesting with Dolores. The Ernest Hemingway, the Civil War. That can be. <laughs> that could be a bit <laughs> yeah, crazy. That can be. That, that can be really nice. Yes, of course. With Ibarillo, that can match. Amazing. It's absolutely perfect. It's <laughs> and they're, of they're course, with a Kubrick and an Affection, yeah. that can be really Amazing. great. Eh? And then what food are you going to serve and what wine? That's our final questions. Wow. Wines, I would like to have a lot of bottles. Well, because, yeah, because we can spend like hours obviously, at yeah. this table. So, wow. Wine, there's a, a lot. We can go with... Uh, Ganvin, Auvergne wine de Jura, we can uh -huh. go with, with wines from uh, Loire, like the, 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 the René's family. Uh, yeah, the Chateau, yeah, people from, yes, and people then, from, from uh, the, 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 the wine from south, like the Alain Castex and, and uh, Jean Francois Nick. The, the, the yeah from uh, Auvergne a good uh, a good Bourgogne uh -huh. a few from uh, from say, I don't know I yeah, have right. you know, you know, it's, yeah. it's really it's really, it's really uh, broad and then the food you have three things should we say to to serve three things to three serve things then it gives you a little bit of flexibility yeah three things to serve. A meru, yeah. A meru sure, you know, but not yeah. the way of cooking, but like uh, a fire oven meru, yeah. That can be really great. A nice, uh, a nice uh, volaille. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice uh, volaille, like a good uh, poulard or something like mm -hmm. that, like, <laughs> like you know, something, a poulard yeah. de Bresse. Yeah, yeah. Something. You know, this kind of uh, it's be fine yeah, product, like, yeah. like and then oysters to start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oysters. What's your, one thing I would ask, I know I said it was a final question, but as we're in a natural wine barn, I think a lot, I've spoken to a lot of people who love natural wine on the podcast, and listeners always tell me that they struggle with where to start with natural wine. So what would you say for people who want to get into natural wine is a, a good starter wine, a good first natural wine to have? Wow. If they don't want to go too crazy, but they want to be introduced to it. Yeah. Well, I think I've been touched by <clears throat> uh, Eric Prefelling. Okay from uh, the area of uh, down uh, Rhone, uh -huh. Tavel area. I think that it's, it's making really magic wines and wh when you want to, to, to open your mind about yeah. those kind of wine, I think he's got 
a nice touch because it's really um, fruity perfume, mm -hmm. equilibrated, nice acidity, not uh, not tannic, like something really uh, beautiful, and you 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 can feel that you are on on a on a new. Uh, And, uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, simple and amazing. Really. Fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's the recommendation. Though. No, no, it's a that's really beautiful, uh, beautiful wine. And, and you know, to put a, uh, a foot inside, like, okay, like, ah, yes, it can be that. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And then it gives you somewhere, somewhere to go. Well, thanks so much, Mathieu. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've got some amazing food that I will continue to, to dig into. <laughs> and everyone can hear all about it and they can read all about it afterwards as well. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much again to Mathieu for having me. It really is a fantastic place, Senor Dolores. And I would tell you to go if you're in town. It's fascinating. As you can hear, it's a small bar, but it's got that atmosphere going on, even on a Saturday lunchtime when I was there. And Mattia himself is a really inventive guy. He's just what this show is about. Afterwards, we sat for ages chatting about food and wine, and we even got in the kitchen frying a stuffed cabbage wrapped in aluminium foil. It sounds crazy, but it works, and it's just ideas like that that he keeps on bringing to the table. He's got a real love for all things food and wine, and the result is a fantastic Senor Dolores concept. As I say, thanks to him for being on the show, and thanks to you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe here so that you never miss an episode of Meet the Chefs, over on Instagram so that you never miss any of my things that maybe don't quite make it into the full episode. You'll get some behind-the-scenes shots, and you'll also get to see all of these delicious dishes. And there'll be an article up as well, over on the website, so you can subscribe to my newsletter for that. Other than that, I'll see you next time for more Meet the Chefs.